afternoon, good evening, whatever time you were listening. We appreciate you for tuning in to episode 12 of the DCP podcast. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, joined as always by my two co-hosts and best friends, Max Bourne, Daniel Christian. Fellas, how you feeling? I could not be happier. I'm actually doing pretty great. So we're filming this on Monday while recording. Uh, We are recording this on Monday. We will talk about this in the pick episode that will come out later this week. Matt Rule has been fired as the coach of the Carolina Panthers. We're not talking about that today, but Daniel is wearing a Panther jersey for the first time in maybe a year and a half. <laughs> Longer. Well, I wore week one. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's been a big day for him. So while we're why we still while we still have Daniel in a good mood, let's talk playoff baseball. <laughs> because and you know what we're just gonna start right off with it because daniel and max guardians yankees alds after the guardians sweep the tampa bay rays on an oscar spongebob gonzalez walk-off home run in the bottom of the 15th inning in game two um I, I'm just going to give it to either one of you guys because I'm very excited for this series. We'll give picks at the end of uh, once we've broken down all of these series, we'll give our picks. Um, but I'm going to let you guys kick it off because these so are your teams. each series before the pick. Um, if we want to give our, if we want to give our picks now, we can do all right, it. Cool. So, Props, props to the Guardians. I mean, their pitching was phenomenal. Uh, Shaner should have had, you know, elbow replacement in May, and here he is in October, still going strong. Uh, he proved that he is the best Shane in baseball, so congratulations. Um, and they were just gritty, very good defensively, especially game two, I think. It would have been a big series turner if the Rays would have won that game in 14 or 15 innings. Then momentum would have definitely been switched over, but they they held on. They won 1-0 in a 15-inning battle with a moonshot just to get that stadium going. But here's what we're going to see, and this is other than the Mariners, because the Mariners are in contention. These are potentially two of the loudest baseball stadiums in postseason between the Guardians and the Yankees. So if you want to see loud stadiums and just basically a zoo, Feel free. And we all know that the Guardians hate the Yankee fans because of what happened. So I'm wondering what an outfielder try to climb the wall. Who knows? But here's what I'm interested in. Cleveland is so young. Cleveland has a lot of momentum. Cleveland won two big wildcard games, which is good that those two players could get playoff games under their belt. Yankees have not played since Wednesday. And they have not played a meaningful game in three weeks because really they had the division locked up like, two or three weeks ago all that mattered was Aaron Judge getting number 62 really they haven't had any pressure and really they had the division locked up pretty much beginning of September so they they haven't had a big game in a long time so I'm really curious how they come out of the gates because we know the Yankee team has been very very hot and very very cold we've seen them on pace to win 120 games we've seen them win five games in the month of August we saw them have a decent September so i We've seen the bats crazy hot. I think they're the most home runs in baseball. We've seen them go like 30 innings without scoring a run. So I'm curious to see what Yankees team we're going to get. 
Also, if you if you love pitching matchups, which I do, the pitching matchups are just phenomenal. So if you're just watching, because if you're like me, Anthony, and Max, you still appreciate pitchers' duels, well, you came to the right place because the Yankees got, which I was lobbying, and I, I have this on record, I was lobbying for Nestor Cortez to start game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I understand Garrett Cole. I mean, you pay him this money, not for him to start game two, for him to start game one. He's going to start game one. Um, and then you've got Nestor game two, Seve game. Can I give the pitching matchups? Because I've got them pulled up. Yes. I, have um, I already know. <laughs> so, well, our, our listeners might not. Max, <laughs> I'm doing a service. Uh-huh. So, game one, Cal Quantrill and Garrett Cole. Game two, Shane Bieber and Nestor Cortez. And game three, Tristan McKenzie and Luis Severino. So, I will be the first to admit I am officially very nervous. The The excitement's worn off. The nerves have full hit. Um I slept like four hours last night. Um, this, the Guardians are hot, and I would, I, I think it's going five. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. I will be very, very surprised if this does not go to a game five. I think that the games in Yankee Stadium get split, the games in Cleveland get split, and it all comes down to a game five. I'm going Yankees in five just because I think we're a little bit better. I think the Guardians, they're they're young, they're really talented, but I think we have a little bit more experience. And again, I'm not going to bet against the Yankees in a winner-take-all game at Yankee Stadium because Yankees have been eliminated each year. We know that since, since like 2017, but they don't get eliminated at home. Every elimination has been on the road. So I'm going Yankees in five. However, I would not be surprised if the Guardians win game one. Anthony, I'm going to throw it to you. I want to get your opinions before I go. Oh, I feel so special. Um, you know, I think this is really interesting. I, I will. I want to emphasize one of Daniel's points is that there is no better game to me in baseball than a good old-fashioned pitcher's duel. Um, to have both guys going seven innings of very good, low-scoring baseball. Um, one, I feel like it makes the game quicker um, because there's not a lot of offense, but then it just puts so much pressure into that late-game situation that I think it just adds to the storyline, the emotion, the atmosphere. I think it just adds to the entirety of the game. So that is – and, and I think all three of us agree with that, that uh, there's nothing better than a pitcher's duel. You know, as great as the Mariners come back to win 10 to nine against Toronto was that game went on for forever. Um, it felt like that game wasn't going to end. Um, but so overall, I, I think, I think the Yankees are the better team. I'm going to say that. I think the Yankees overall, top to bottom, one through nine in that lineup, except for, you know, Jose Ramirez. Um, I, I'm going to say I think Andres Jimenez is better than LeMahieu at this point in time. Um, yeah, Sam LeMahieu's injured. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. Is it Glaber playing second base now? LeMahieu has not been announced on the roster yet. Okay. He's He was on the I.L. for a long time. They're regardless, still talking about it. Regardless, Matt, Carpenter's on, Matt Carpenter's back, though. He made the roster. Gotcha. Um, regardless, if it's Glaber, if it's uh, if it's LeMahieu, I still like Andres Jimenez um, better. Um, Stephen Kwan is fantastic. I don't think that he gets enough love from the big baseball media. He gets plenty of love here on this podcast. He gets plenty of love. Um, but what this comes down to is pitching. It really, really does. And one of the things that I, I, I think both teams have very quality starters on the front end, which is your Quantrill. If you're, if you're Cleveland, your Quantrill, your Bieber, and your McKenzie. That's games one through three. And then your Garrett Cole, your Nestor Cortez, and Luis Severino. After that is the problem. I think for the Yankees, the starting depth is maybe not as good. But in the playoffs, what kills you is the bullpen. You can have the best start ever, and you could throw a reliever out there, and it just fucks your whole game up. Um, And I... I, I honestly think that Cleveland has the better bullpen. Emmanuel Classe, James Karen Shack, yep. both of those guys might be better than anybody that Cleveland or that the Yankees have. Anya de los Santos. Yeah. Um Henches. Uh, Henches, Trevor Stefan. Yep. All of the all of those guys, like that's a deep bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have guys in your starting rotation that can go six and seven innings, you're not taxing your bullpen every day. Um, and I think that's gonna that's going to become a storyline in and of itself. I I question whether Aaron Judge gets a chance to hit it all. It would not shock me if Cleveland just walks him every at-bat and make everybody else beat you but Aaron Judge. Do I think that that's... Do I think that's fair? No. Do I think that's what's going to happen? Not at all. Because on a pitcher's duel, you can't afford base or base. base. No. And here's the thing. After Judge, you got Rizzo and Stanton. Exactly, which is why I don't think that happens. I think – Especially judges lead off, so they're going to pitch to him if there's an empty base. Yeah. If there's nobody on base, they're going to pitch to him. So I think that this is razor thin. If I have to go overall, I'm going to look at the managers. Terry Francona has taken a team to the World Series and gotten right – to the very cusp of winning that World Series. I think I think the Guardians have a better manager. I I don't see this series going anything but five, and I'm gonna take Cleveland in five. But it's it's razor thin. I agree. The way that I see this game is that series or game. Uh, series, series, sorry. <laughs> uh, so used to just like one single game things talking about. Um, the way that I see the series is that this is absolutely the Yankees to lose. The Yankees have a lot of pressure on them because 
you know, you're, you're the two seed in the, in the AL, you know, you have all these hot bats of Aaron judge. You have a really, really good lineup. Some might say you have, you have better, better starters, better pitching and better lineup than the guardians all do because they're all young kids. You know, the guardians don't have any pressure on them. They could get swept and no one would care. They'd be like, Oh, Hey, you lost to a better team. You lost to Aaron judge, all of them, whatever. Right. The Guardians are are literally the definition of playing with house money. Yeah. They have really, really good farm systems. And it's interesting because I I also think that this series has can't go anywhere other than five. <laughs> to me and Daniel's hearts getting very stressed. <laughs> also, we talked about this petition if we make game if we go to game five to watch it live. Yes. I think we have to. <laughs> I think we'd have to. Unless, of course, that would be the night that Max has to work. Right, that's that's It'd be I Monday. Like, like four different games going on. <laughs> It'd be Monday. I know I'm off on Monday. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, anyway, um, you see a lot of people saying that Cleveland relies on the home run ball more than anything. They can rack up hits. They can get on base. You know, their last two series, yeah, they came down to walk off the walk off home runs, basically. I mean, Jose hit his in like the fourth in the first game, and then you had Sponge, good old SpongeBob hitting it in the 15th for us. Um, but they can get on base. In, during that second second of the Rays game, they had the bases loaded at one point. So they could have they could have sealed it there, but they didn't. And it went to the 15th. Um, this is going to be a pitcher's battle. I think that the Guardians bullpen is better than the Yankees. I really do. I think that they have really good highlights on them. So because it's my team, <laughs> I am going to take the Guardians in five, but I would not be shocked if the Yankees win it. If they do win it, congrats to them. You know, if the, even if, 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 if it goes less than five, you know, Yankees are the better team. And I'm okay with saying that because we're still a young team. We're still trying to find our footing and everything like that. We weren't supposed to be here. No one told us we were going to be here, get this far at all. We were projected third in the division, maybe even worse. So to see us go this far is really, really, really awesome. And being a fan of it is really cool. And I can't wait to see what Miles Straw does in the center field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised if the Guardians win. I think I agree with Anthony. I agree with you, Max. This is a razor-thin margin. Um, and I said this on the podcast. I'm scared of the Astros. I'm scared of the Mariners. I'm scared of the Guardians. The only team I wasn't scared of is the Rays. I would be at, I'd be 1,000% calm if we played the Rays. 1,000% calm. But because we're playing the Guardians, yes, there is fear. Um, I agree with the bullpen, and we're obviously thinner at the bullpen because a role is Chapman. There is not, it now was released why he didn't go to the workout. He asked, he told Boone, he said, I'll be at the workout. Can you guarantee me a spot on the DS roster? And Boone said, let's, let's see how the workout goes. A role Chapman did not show up because he did not get a guaranteed spot and stayed in Miami. His, so his time in, his time in New York is done. It's free agents this year. They're not resigned. <laughs> no way. Um, I just can't believe how- you. I just can't believe you can't guarantee the greatest Yankees closer of all time. <laughs> Spot I, was, I was honestly so thrilled that I rolled as Chapman's an idiot. <laughs> um, 
I'm curious how Clay Holmes will do. Um, Boone even said he might use Jameis Tyone in a closer role. That could be interesting. I think you're going to see Domingo Herman in a, in a, in a bullpen role. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Guardians have the better bullpen, but I just need Garrett Cole to not allow first inning home run. So, I've already braced the room to be down 1-0 after one inning. So if they're going to throw Herman and Tyon in – in the bullpen, who's the fourth starter? I think I think game four game four is an opener. So so the Yankees playing on a three man rotation for the DS, yes, for the DS. Cool. Because if you're looking at um, it from the Guardians' perspective, we're starting Control Bieber and then Tristan McKenzie. We have Zach Plezak, Aaron Savale, and Brian Shaw who can step into those roles. Well, is it do. is it Unless... out for the rest of the year? Mm, he was he was warming up please okay. was there he was warming up okay. at least in in the in the i saw him like t- taking pitches so I, was, I thought he was okay uh but we have aaron savale that mm-hmm. can fill that four role brian shaw if we really want to throw him out there we can throw brian shaw out there um yeah <laughs> and this is unless because he didn't say specifically i'm just assuming bullpen he did say t- tie on the, the bullpen Maybe he throws Herman out there for two or three innings, game four to open yeah. and go straight bullpen. Um, because then game five, you can line up, I assume, Garrett Cole. You can put Cole back out there. Because if you line up Garrett Cole game five, then you're putting Nestor in the bullpen, you're putting Luis Severino in the bullpen, you're, you're putting everybody in the bullpen. Yeah. All hands well, you have to make everybody available. Yes. Uh, go Yankees. And I'll – also, we're playing for the future of Aaron Judge. A lot's right. Not okay. I'm gonna say this, and Max will agree. Not a lot's riding on the Guardians. Everything's riding on the Yankees in this series. Like I said, we could get destroyed this series, absolutely gutted this entire series, and no one would be like, we'd be like, oh damn, they got they 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 suck. They got gutted. It's like we're still a young team. Who cares? <laughs> I, I think it's an 80 percent chance Judge resigns the Yankees. I think the the percentage goes down if we lose to the Guardians. So, Plesac is back from injury. Okay. So, yeah, Aaron Savali and Zach Plesac. We could throw out there in four and five if we wanted to, but we'll probably put Shaner back out there. Good old Shaner. Good old Shaner. We'll or we'll put Quantrill out there for five because Shane won't have enough rest, I don't think. I think – Also, Anthony, we're not going to discuss this, but Sean Payton just said the Panthers' job is very attractive. Fuck Sean Payton. Fuck it. Get out of the south, dickhead. Fucking leave us alone. <laughs> just fucking Have leave. A billionaire, I'm just saying. Stay retired. Now, is it is it actually Sean Payton or is it Kevin James? Oh, it's actually Sean Payton. He was on the herd. He said on the herd. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> it's, it's like a four-minute clip. He's like, you know, they're not as bad as people think they are. It's a very attractive position. He's like, any Shut coach who want, want that right, job. That's enough. That's enough. Back to playoff baseball. Um, well, that was fun talking about the Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> Mariners, Astros. Do either of you want to go first? Sure. So, Mariners look good. I mean, they punched the Blue Jays in the mouth game one. They um, they basically said in, in game two when they were down 9-1, they said, you know, Anthony didn't pick us. We'll show you. Um, Whoa, I did th- pick them. No, you didn't. You picked yes, the White I did. Sox. Pick the White Sox. Oh, the free agency. Uh, no, we're talking talk about the free agency. Talking about your staunch businessman. <laughs> uh, 
Um, anyway, um, there's always clients, next so. year. There's always next year. There's always next year. <laughs> However, they're playing a very good Houston team. Houston, content, how, I don't know how Houston's in this position year after every year we say, oh, they're too old. Oh, this year they're going to go down. No, they're still dominant. And it really annoys me. I, I really I really can't stand them. I'd rather I'd ra- I'd rather Boston win, and that just makes me shudder. Um, and I, I'm rooting very hard for the Mariners. Verlander has just been pitching too good this year. The Astros bats are just too good. Mariners are right there. I mean, they are right there on the cusp of being a winning a World Series. I think, but I think this moment the Astros are too good. I've got the Astros winning in four. I think Astros win the first two. I think Mariners will be so unbelievably loud that they will win game three somehow, five to two. And then the Astros will wake up and win game four, sadly. But go go Seattle. Also, I really I really wish I was in Seattle for game three. <laughs> uh, it should be a fun series. My biggest question for the Mariners is um, you took a lot – a lot from your pitching in game two, you know, you don't, cause who is, who, who's going to, is it, is it Kirby? That's going to be your game three. The starting game one. Yeah. Kirby, uh, George Kirby is starting game one. I believe. Okay. So, well, so does that mean Castillo's four or are you putting him in? I mean, sorry. I'm I think, two I think, or three. I think that would mean that, uh, that Castillo would be starting game two. Okay. I and then, think then have Robbie Ray go game three. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I don't know. This is a different team than the Blue Jays, this Astros team. Um, I agree with Daniel. I think it will go to four. I do think the Mariners have just enough, have enough talent to take, at least take one game. I really do. Well, Daniel just sent me a tweet. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really funny. I, I cannot read it out loud. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, this is a good – because I can believe Houston's going uh, uh, Verlander, uh, Framber for yes. one and two. So that's 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 a little terrifying. <laughs> um, especially if Verlander can, can, is, 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 is going to be as good as he was in the regular season and all that good stuff, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I do think that the Astros are going to win this one, though. I do think it will go to four, though. Sorry, I sent you Max. So I, I want this series to be good, but I don't think it's going to be. Um. I, as much as I want the Mariners to win, I just I don't see a way that they can do it. Um, I I think that they are right there, but I think that everything I I hate doing this. Um, I I. I think they get swept. I really do. Okay. Um, Because here's, and this might be the hot take of the podcast. I think if the Astros win the World Series, the cheating scandal goes away. I don't think anybody can say anything about anything else about the cheating scandal if they win the World Series this year. Um, I will give you 80% of that, yes. Most of the chatter goes away. I think I think it should all go away. 
because it should all go away, but people are going to still make the jokes. Yeah, people, 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 are are still, people still make 28 to 3 jokes, so it's never going to go yeah, away. Yeah, I think it should go away 98%. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Because yeah. here's the thing. Yes, the Astros cheated, cheated and won a World Series in 2017. If four years later they can win a World Series with a 39-year-old starting pitcher who's going to win the Cy Young coming off of two surgeries on his throwing arm with after losing your starting shortstop to another team, bringing in a rookie who, if he didn't get hurt in the middle of the year and then Julio Rodriguez stepped up, probably would have been rookie of the year. Um, you know, I just, I, 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 I think this Houston team would just, I, I, I really think that you just couldn't say anything about it anymore because at this point they did it the right way and they almost beat every single possible odd. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Carlos Correa not being there wouldn't have mattered, I wouldn't have believed you because of how big a part of that team he and George Springer were. Um, I just I think Houston understands that if they want to stop hearing this whole, you know, asterisk ring, asterisk this, blah, 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 that they have to win the World Series this year. And I think that this is their best opportunity to do it. And I think that if they, if because the Yankees haven't been as good the last you know, month and a half and they, no matter who they played, whether it was Seattle or Cleveland, were going to have to fight to get out of that series. Whoever comes out of that series is getting potentially swept by Houston because they are the Yankees guardians. Yeah. Whoever comes out of Yankees guardians is probably going to get either swept or five gamed. By Houston, I, I think if the Yankees come out of it, I don't think they get swept by by the Astros. I think they lose in five. I, I'll give you that. I, I, think that. Or, I think it goes six or seven. I, don't, I think Astros beat us, but I think it goes six or seven. I just oh, yeah, they it, are seven game would, series. Yeah, it's seven. It's seven once you get into the the CS. Yeah, yeah it'll, be, um, it'll be a seven gamer. I just I I think that the Yankees. That, I think the Yankees I, are going to have to work so hard, and the Astros aren't. It's a two three two format, so. Yankees have to lose two out of three at home and two in Houston. I, I don't see that happening. I do. I think it goes to Houston for game six. I don't know if it gets that far. Oh, didn't Houston do really, really well against the Yankees in the regular season? Oh, they, yeah. They like swept swept them, Very right? much so. I know they won the season series. Um, but I just I think this Astros team is very good, and as much as I love the Mariners, I just don't know if they're on that level. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Houston in three. Um, so Andy, before we start the next part in the National League, you said you knew my hot take of the podcast. 
you Do have you a know minute. It? You have a minute and forty five seconds. Is it AL or NL? Well, I didn't give it an AL, so it's in the NL. Okay. I have I have no clue what it could be. Actually, I do have a I have a pretty good feeling I know what it is. What did you think it was? Now that we're past um, AL. Um I thought it was I thought it was gonna be that the Mariners were gonna beat the Astros. No. Um, uh, but now I have a feeling I know what it is. I have a very good feeling I know what it is. Okay. All right. Well, let's find out then. Because now we are moving to the National League. Fellas, first series that we'll talk about. It's the first game off the jump. Uh, I'm going to say today because that's when the podcast is going to come out. Now, of course, when this podcast comes out, this game will already be going because this game starts at noon. It's game one of Philly's Braves. I'm going to say this, Braves and four, or Braves and three. Braves and three. I just think they're that much better. Um, Yeah, Braves and three. And I'm not, I don't, they're just better. <laughs> Also, games at one. Oh, games at one. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Phillies Braves at one oh seven. Mariners Astros three thirty seven. Guardians Yankees seven thirty seven. Padres Dodgers nine thirty seven. Damn West Coast. <laughs> so whoever wants to go now, because uh, I'll I'll take it. It gonna be, I thought it was going to be Daniel. That's why no, I, I wasn't anything. sure who. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I. I think I, th- I have the Braves winning, but I think we're really underestimating these Phillies teams. And this is starting with me because I thought the Cardinals would just wipe all over them. Uh, Phillies are showing grit. Uh, they're playing for their now not interim head coach. Congratulations to your Congrats. deal. Well, Congrats. Good shit, well Rob. Deserved. <laughs> well deserved. The Rob we actually like in baseball. Um but I I do think the Braves are too good. I mean, the Braves are playing at a dominant pace. They said, you know what? We're going to lock down every good player we have for the next six to eight years and watch this. There's nothing to do to stop us. Um, Phillies are good. You know, Bryce Harper, love him. Um, you know, glad he's finally able to win, you know, he, Plays to the Nationals as soon as he leaves and win the title. Strokes with the Phillies, and now I'm glad he's actually in the playoffs. Um, I've got the Phillies winning one game, and then I've got the Braves winning the rest. Do y'all remember? Anthony remembers preseason to this when we made our like oh, predictions fuck. about everything. I jokingly said that the Phillies were going to go to the World Series. <laughs> yes, you did. I jokingly you did said that. Jokingly say that. And now, and now they're in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, are they? No. But <laughs> do I it. like for the record. No, do, it. do it. No, Pick fuck you. The Phillies. Do it. You know what? You know what? To have some social commentary in this podcast, I'll pick the Phillies. Do Phillies it. in five. Phillies in five. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Phillies. So I kind of go ahead and put that out there. You know what? I'll there, be the biggest Phillies fan. There are okay. There are three teams. I'm gonna say this: there's three teams I can't stand: the Astros, the Red Sox, and for some reason I can't stand the Braves. Which is weird because everybody in North Carolina likes the Braves. Everybody. I can't believe, I can't believe you'd say that on Indigenous Peoples Day. How, could How you? dare you? On what? On Indigenous Peoples Day. Anyway, <laughs> I can't stand the Braves. You're fucking cancer. I can't stand them. Like I, 
I don't know why. I just I, I I don't like their fan base. I really don't like them. And we've been taught as you know they're like, oh well, they're the closest team we've got. Well, you know, as Carolina Panthers fans, post rule, we've been taught to dislike Atlanta teams. I'm not gonna like an Atlanta team. I just feel like I'm going against my being. So no, screw the Braves. I like the Mets better than the Braves. Are you kidding me? Lol Mets. Yeah, (laughs) little brother. Literally, the Mets collapse could be its own separate podcast. Yeah, for real. Uh, No, um, do I think that the Phillies are actually going to win it? Win it? I don't think so. I do think that I, I, I actually do think it will go to five though. I really do. I think the Phillies as my ringtone. There you go. Uh, I think the Phillies can take like I think they could take a couple games off of the Braves just because. Uh, but I think the Braves are actually going to win it, win it in five, though. So, so your actual pick, not your, not your peer pressure falling into pick, is Braves pick, in five. I'll pick the Braves in five, but secretly, I kind of want the Phillies to go all the way just so I could be right. <laughs> Dude, if that shit happens and Max was right the entire time and we flamed him for it, <laughs> we might have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> The max, no, I, the max, the max cast, the max, the max cast. cast. <laughs> no, um, I do think I think the Braves are going to win it though, but I think they win it in five. I really right. do. All right, well, let's talk about a series. I think it's going to five. Padres, Dodgers. I'm going to go first. I want to get mine out of the way. Um, I like the Padres team a lot, and I like the Dodgers a lot. What I think this is going to come down to is playoff experience and I think Dave Roberts, and I think that entire Dodgers organization understands, you know, there was a lot of expectations for that team last year, and they lost. And now, granted, they lost to the Braves, who were maybe a better team, and they might even be better this year. Um, But the Dodgers can't have another, I'm going to say it, first-round exit again. Um, because I, I think that there's a lot of players on that team who this hurts their legacy. Um, I'm looking at you, Clayton Kershaw yet again. Um, I'm going Dodgers in five. Um, I was going to say, Daniel, do you mind if I go (laughs) once, once Anthony's done, I'll be like, I'm going to go Dodgers in five. Um, so is it confirmed that the game one for this series is going to be Clayton Kershaw and Sean Manaya? Believe so. I could be wrong. I'll check okay. what you're talking. Just, just, just to be sure. I would think they would put out Manaya because they used their other big three mm-hmm. against the Lowell Mets. Dodgers undecided. Padres Clevenger. Wow. Wow. Clev so Manaya's Manaya. So Manaya's game two. I think they'd go Manaya out of the bullpen. I would think they'd switch to a four-man, right? I mean, you'd you'd have to throw you'd have to throw Darvish game two. You don't necessarily have to. If you try to believe in Manaya, you can put Manaya out there. Yeah, but in a five-game series, in a five-game series, if you don't pitch him game two, you're not going to have him for game five. True. Interesting. That doesn't change how I'm thinking. I was I just wanted to know. I just I just didn't know. <laughs> um uh I I think that the Dodgers team is just a little it's just better. 
than the Padres because I think I think the Dodgers had their number the entire season. Um, I think they played really really well against the Padres. Um, so I am going to go Dodgers in five because I do think that just because of the how hot just how heavy and like the bats are for the Padres, I think they could they'll be able to take at least a couple of games. But I do think the Dodgers get it out in the end. So that's that is interesting that their their pitching choice for game one. I'm trying to find their their pitching rotation for um all right, here's projected starters right here. Hold on. Uh Padres likely likely you you Darvish in game two. Potentially Joe Musgrove in game three. Uh, then Snell Clevenger. You're going to put Blake Snell out there in game four? That That's their predictions. There's been no confirmation past game one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind Snell at a game four, um, especially if your life's on the line. He's been he's played in a game like he's played in a high leverage game like that before. And Joe Musgrove just hasn't. It doesn't have cash to kick him out either. (laughs) If if life's on the line and the Martians have the death beam, I want to go Dalla. But um, Max Kellerman. (laughs) I'm going Iguodala. I'm going Iguodala. Even Iguodala says a first take. Don't take me. (laughs) Um. So I said off camera for those that don't know. I said off camera, by the way, boys, just to brace you, because I know they were going to like be grasping at the chairs. So I, I already am. Pod- I'm, 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 I'm picking the Padres. My my <gasps> knuckles are Slam Diego. Like, my knuckles are white because I'm holding onto my table so much that there's no blood in them. Because um, well, there's just ice in mine, so um, so you should see a doctor. Yeah, I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> so. I did say that, but here's what y'all don't know. I only said half of my hot take. Oh what is the second half of the hot take? What's the second half of the hot take? It's not even going to go five. Padres in four. Wow. I, I, here's the thing. I think Dodgers win game one. Like, bad. Like you think they get two. reverse swept? Yes. Wow. Damn. That's disrespectful. I, no, it's not. Uh, but here's okay. Here's hmm. the thing. Dodgers are known to, to dominate the regular season and come up short in the postseason. At Clayton Kershaw. And I really trust this Padres team. They look good against the Mets. And it's the Mets. It's low Mets. <laughs> hey, it's a 101-win team. Put some respect on Mets. San Diego's name. They got swept by the Cubs. The Mets. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Slam Diego – and. I think the Dodgers will have their guard down a little bit because they did smash the Padres in the last couple of series. I like, like sat them down, actually spanked them. Um, but I think the Padres get them back where it counts. And I, I mean, they're locked in. They asked Juan Soto, how exciting is it to contend for a world series? And he said, why not win another one? What's going to stop us? Juan Soto's focus 
Manny Machado. I mean, you got them doing the side. You got them like doing the silencer. You got them grinning at the Mets dugout because you couldn't find anything behind his ear, not even a quarter. Um, you've got the pitching, you know, flicking his nose at the bench. I mean, this team. I love this team. I love Slam Diego. They're my they're not my second favorite team. I just love what the Padres have to offer. The only thing that makes me sad about the Slam Diego Padres is that they don't have Luke Voigt. Um, but Luke Voigt gets to show off his chest hair somewhere else. He was sent to um, die in Washington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's a free agent now, though. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll come to Chicago. Y'all need someone to spark the team. His chest hair would look good in that uh in that South Side black black the best South in the best side, pinstripes baby. in the uh best pinstripes uh, in the game. I wouldn't go that far. Yarn in the playoffs. We're about to play South game side, one. Baby. South side, baby. Again, Put some We're playing game one tomorrow. So sit down. The real like baseball said, team we're, that you're playing. We're resting. We're resting up for the spring. <laughs> Tony Larusa is going to bed till the spring. Tony Tony Larusa needs to just go somewhere that isn't a baseball field for the rest of his life. Look, well, you know, he was one of the actors in the field of dreams. Take Tony to the nursing home and lock the door. Don't let him out. Or well. He'll part trying to make a pitching change. <laughs> um, or uh, on, his, on his couch watching the game, being like, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I would have walked up. I would have walked the guy up at a, up in the count 0-2. I would have walked him right there. That's 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 bad baseball. No, he'd be walking like the he'd be walking like the cafeteria worker and go like that. So. <laughs> they hand him a jelly. He walks right back. Some dude. Some they 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 bring. They bring in some like singer or something, and he's just in the back leaning against the wall, knocked out. He, he picks up one of those rodeo, uh, 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 like one of those old phones to call the bullpen. <laughs> That's not even plugged in. <laughs> they turn on White what Sox games. What a shit show! They turn on White Sox games so he'll fall asleep at night. No, he gets confused and watches like, and watches the Cubs because they both are Chicago. <laughs> no, they they turn on the, the they turn on like a baseball movie that over and over. He just keeps saying, "Dang, I couldn't avoid that situation last night either." They just make him watch Angels in the outfield on repeat or Major League, a league of their own. He watches minor league. There's no crying in baseball. They, they take him to Lynchburg. They get him season tickets to, to Lynchburg Hillcats. <laughs> no, he becomes the manager of the Lynchburg Hillcats. Oh my god, uh, I never go again. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't want that. <laughs> That's an affiliate of the Guardians. I don't I want that. Never go again. <laughs> Does Frostburg have a baseball team? Yes. No, uh, we got we, we we got a good guy. We got a dub. We're fine. <laughs> All right. Fellas, we could te- we could keep talking baseball and making fun of making man. fun of Tony. He deserves it. <laughs> uh, making fun of Tony Larusa, you know. But let's cool off a little bit. Good transition. Thank you. Oh, Thank transition. you. Oh, that was probably your best one this year. Honestly, <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna even stand. 
You're too kind. Stop. Stop. See, now the problem is I have to live up to these to this transition. Like I didn't you, know. and Max, you and Max gassed me up this morning and we gassed you up. Now we gotta gas Max up later. It's all right. I'm not gonna right. say later. I'm no, not gonna say fair. later tonight. Right, for obvious reasons. Right, <laughs> How far is Frostburg? <laughs> Daniel, Daniel starts like looking at map quests. Like, well, damn. How do I get there now? Shit. Can I take a bus? Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> all right. So I'm not gonna give the transition. Five hours, fifty-one minutes. Oh. oh. I'll see you later. Daniel pick, Daniel, pick me up on the way there. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Come on up. We'll go to right. Liberty Liquors. We'll have a great time. So, tomorrow, not only, well, I say tomorrow, but again, this podcast will be out tomorrow. So, today, tonight, is the start of the NHL season. Now, Max and I Hell are yeah. massive NHL fans. Hey, hey, hey. Wait a second, wait a hold second. On, hold Didn't on. let me finish. You're, you're not doing what the transition said. You're not cool enough. Daniel <laughs> is down. losing his hockey virginity. <laughs> Daniel, no, before you go on, Anthony, Daniel has to say what his team is. So I'll, oh. let's all three give our team. So I'm okay. a Washington well, Capitals I, I, I went through a free agency process. He did. He really did. So... Anthony is, is a Capitals fan. I am a I am a, a Columbus Blue Jackets fan. And Daniel, <sighs> Max, my staunch businessman. Yes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I work he's, in every area. Building a dy- <laughs> Look, Rich Paul has multiple clients. Max that's is true. building a dynasty that's here. That's true. In Ohio sports, that's what Max's agency is called. Um. We had a lot of offers on the table. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Max said, "Look, we could really use you in Blue Jacket Blue Jacket Nation." I said, "Well, get him on the phone." And I'll be honest with you, they put a great offer on the table. They said, "They need the all the Blue Jackets team. It's the wrong Blue Jackets team." <laughs> they said, "They said." Do you want free lunch Fridays with Max? <laughs> we might, I can make this happen. I said, wow. Actually, free lunch Fridays are a dream come true. <laughs> they said, well, we can't offer you a lot of money. The oh, there it is. That's the Blue Jackets team I know love. There it is. Actually, free lunch Fridays is about all we can offer. I said, oh, so the food must be pretty good. And they said, it won't make you sick. I'll take it. I'll take it. That is an accurate representation of the Columbus Blue Jackets. I said, do I pay full price on the tickets? They said, of course not. You get half off every 10th game. There it is. All right, Max. I said, I need you to see what you got for me. Max Max called him. He said, look, Daniel is actually insulted as a new hockey fan. He's just insulted. Can I say one thing before you go any further? Yes. For someone who does not follow the NHL at all until now, for you to be able to nail the Columbus <laughs> Blue Jacket. Three more teams offered me. Oh, God. Oh, good Lord. I don't know if I can make fun of them. The Tampa Bay Lightning offered me. Oh, I can make fun of them. Oh, we can make the, fun of them. I called and I said, what do you got? 
They said, look, we can give you the Tom Brady deal, a one-year deal, cause, and we'll, we'll take it year by year. I said, how much money? They said $5 million. Hey, that's <laughs> what I'm getting from the White Sox. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. is there anything else? Because that's that's, they're far away. Is there anything else I, I can have? And they said, you know Tom Brady's divorcing Giselle. They said, you can have You're- Giselle. You you miss the whole like you know we were back to back Stanley Cup champions you know just last almost year went through again you know Pat Maroon almost three times Stanley Cup champion whatever <laughs> I, I, you know let me finish I wanted Giselle Giselle was the main piece of the oh puzzle. okay <laughs> all righty okay. um I said wow a successful team a successful woman I've never had a successful woman that's right for all my former podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we gotta have one of them. Lord. One of them. One of them episode. We have to have one insult in episode. Good Lord. I, I, I thought you were gonna say one of them on. I said they don't speak to me. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm I, mean, I don't speak to them. Self-deprecating so, joke in episode. Yeah. So I said, you know what? That's a very attractive offer. Then the New York Rangers stepped in. No. Oh. They said, "Do you want to watch every game with Jake Story Alley and Joe's McFly?" My heart skipped a beat. They, I, hit, I really hit a soft spot. Well, there said, was a soft spot, and then it became a hard spot. But oh, it was, it was a rock and a hard place. It was a rock and a hard place. It was definitely a rock and a hard place. Max is sitting here going, "How the fuck did we get here?" I don't know how the fuck we have. And Max said, "Well, Joe McFly is excited as Yankee games. They said we can give him seventy-five percent enthusiasm." I had to have down two forties when I was making these deals. <laughs> and then Jake Jake mumbled something, made a couple moaning noises, and it was on. Like the deal. <laughs> sure. It was game time. The I deal. was ready. <laughs> so we honestly got very close. To, I I honestly started to sign my name. I put a D down. <laughs> and, uh, so then Carolina Hurricanes came in and they said, Daniel, we're, we're not going to mess it up like Matt Rule did. We're not going to be as incompetent as the Charlotte Hornets. We're an up-and-coming team. You can be proud of North Carolina. And they said, look, man, you only live an hour from us. You can go to a lot of games. They said, they said you know, Joe's McFly and Jay Story Alley, they'll be here when the Rangers play at, at Carolina. We'll make sure of it. I thought about it. I, said, I would just like to tell the listeners that he is crying right now. It is, it is I said, do I, want lo- do I want a local team that's up and coming? Do I want a Stanley Cup champion with Giselle? Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Do I want Jake Storial and Joe McFly? Maybe a little bit of Jimmy. Or do I want lunch Fridays with Mac where I won't get sick? <laughs> I love this Blue Jackets team so fucking much. <laughs> I thought about it. I even ta- I even had a heart to heart with my staunch businessman. I said, Max, if I don't pick pick your team, are you gonna have l- lunch on Friday with me? And Max said, I might I might not even represent you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's representing me. Yeah, that's why I went on. I called Giselle. We packed the baseball. Yeah, they gave me Giselle's uh, secondary number. I said, are you going to go back to Tom if I don't pick Tampa? 
She said, she I'm said, going to AB. Yeah, she said, no, I'm going to AB. He's not even fucking teammate. <laughs> I called... I called Je- I called Jess McFly. I said, Jess, are you gonna come to game come to games with me if I don't pick you? Joe's just laughing. He said, We're still a Yankee fan, but go go Rangers, screw you. <laughs> and then Jake Jake couldn't even remember, remember the conversation. See, he was hitting the gym hard. And then he sent me some gym pictures. So I I, I thought about some more. In the day. Call me Ian. Come picking the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh my God! I just got that joke. <laughs> oh my God! We waited that entire time for that joke. He planned that entire thing out for that joke. Dedication. Honestly, the whole story though was pretty pretty sensational though. That was. Yeah. It was. I was having a good time. I like the Blue Jackets I, representation. It was on put par. A, putting a D to the paper. Daniel Daniels heard my decision and was like, "All right, well, I can do better than that." Uh, no, yours is very good. Don't sell yourself short. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, well let's let's get into the NHL. Um, there are some there are some players that are switching teams. I've got, I've got maybe the big five. Um, Matthew Kachuk, the 24-year-old sensation for the Calgary Flames, on an eight-year, $76 million deal uh, to sign with the reigning President's Cup-winning Florida Panthers. Uh, Johnny Goudreau, one of my favorite players in the league, signed a seven-year, $68 million deal with Max's Columbus Blue Jackets. Nazim Kadri of the uh, uh, Stanley Cup-winning Colorado Avalanche signed a seven-year deal with the Calgary Flames. Darcy Kemper, the Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup-winning goalkeeper, will sign with the Washington Capitals. And one of the more interesting... One of the more interesting signings uh, of the offseason, a five-year, $25 million deal to send Jack Campbell to the Edmonton Oilers. Now, Max, I want to ask you, because I, I, I think Florida's season last year was very fluky. Um, I, I think they're a good team, but I don't think that they're President's Cup worthy again. I think that was a Florida team where a lot of the stars had aligned. The blue line was playing very good. You got a great year out of everybody on that team. Bobrovsky looked good, but then they get the Capitals in in um, in round one. And they get rid of them, and then they just get flat out demolished by Tampa. They barely beat that Capitals team. And they, yeah, they barely beat the Caps. The Caps had them on their toes until, mm-hmm. you know. Is this a Florida team that could run it back and win the President's Cup again? Because I don't think so. I think they have a chance at it. They do. I mean, you added a young star in Matthew Kachuk. I mean, that's nothing. That's nothing to be shy of. I believe you still have Barkov, yep. Um, and I believe you still have a couple of others. But that blue line is really, really, really a thing because it wasn't that great. It really wasn't. 
Uh, they they gave up a lot of things. Um, and I mean, Bobrovsky looked good, but how long is that going to last for? To be honest, this could probably be a down year for him. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So, I don't know. I, I think that they'll still make the playoffs because mm-hmm. it just there's just too much talent on that Florida Panthers team for them not to. Um, but if they can't fix that blue line, or if they can't figure out how to get how to make those stars align again and get that goal scoring back up to what it needed to be during that playoff run, they're in for a world of hurt. They're going to get their hopes up and they're going to get demolished again. Right. Because that's essentially what killed them in the playoffs is that the blue line faltered on the back end and then they couldn't score. So that'll be really interesting. The, the team that I'm most interested in has, I, I'll say it, maybe the two best players in the world on it. Don't you fucking... Am I doing it here? Am make, I gonna make do your, it here? Make, make, make your statement. Do it. No, so so in all seriousness, the team that I think I'm the most interested in is Edmonton, right? Because yeah. you've got Connor McJesus, you've got Leon Dreisidel, you've got all of this talent. You've still got Van Reemsdyke. You've Nugent still Hopkins. got Yeah, you've still got the Nuge. You've now got pieces on that blue line back end. And then you bring in Jack Campbell, who, in my opinion, might have been the best goalie on the market that wasn't Darcy Kemper. I think Darcy mm-hmm. Kemper and Jack Campbell were one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really going to be interesting because if Edmonton can't get to the Western Conference Finals this year with all of that talent, I, I don't know that they'll ever do it. Not, not not if you have you you have the probably the best forward line in the NHL. The best, with, yeah, the best top with, line. It, with the with 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 uh uh, uh McJesus, uh, Nugent Hopkins, and Leon Dreisaitl. Uh that's hard to beat. <laughs> um, and he bring in Jack Campbell, who is a fucking he's a fucking wall sometimes. You know, I mean, like. You got all the, all these other goalies who can't stop a fucking beach ball. You have this man who can who do whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. You're set. You if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, it's not just the finals. It's winning the whole fucking thing. That's yeah. what your sights are on. You have yeah. to with that much talent and the amount, the career that you're wasting of McDavid, and he yeah. just wants to stay in. Or he's the most loyal guy. Yeah. And you and the best you can do is a second round knockout every year. Every year, if for it's him. not a first round knockout. Yeah. If you're an Oilers fan, your 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 eyes are on the cup. They have to be. You have too much talent to not want that. Right. Do well, I think I- they they do it? I I don't know. I can't make that assumption. I not right now. I can't. I- and that's 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 the thing is I think it's really interesting because I think Edmonton Edmonton being in the Pacific is great because they don't have a ton of challengers. Calgary was really good last year. I think they're going to take a step back losing Kachuk and Goudreau. Oh, they're um, they're going to take a huge step back. Yes, they get Kadri, but look, as much as I love Nazim Kadri, he's not a number one guy. He's just not. And then looking in the Pacific, you're going to have the Kings. I like some of the pieces they have, but Jonathan Quick ain't getting any younger. 
Um, Vancouver's got pieces, but they're not there. Who knows what we're going to get out of Vegas? Because I just don't, I quite frankly don't think we're going to get anything out of them anymore. But then you're looking at the Central. Colorado's still going to be good. Minnesota's mm -hmm. still going to be good. Dallas, St. Louis, they're all going to be good. I don't know if if they can't get past. I think that they can get past a Dallas and a St. Louis. Mm -hmm. But if they can't beat a Minnesota or Colorado during the regular season, I don't know if they can get to the cup. It's 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 going to be interesting. Cuz the Predators don't look bad either. The Predators don't look <laughs> bad, but the Predators have the tendency to just, you know, explode or implode yes. at the end of the year. Deshaun Watson. No, if I think so, I think I think sometimes Predators fans wish that Deshaun Watson was their problem. Hanging the uh, banner when you win the President's Trophy is not the way to go. <laughs> no, not at all. Especially so. to hang a banner for a President's Trophy that you didn't do anything in the playoffs for. Yeah. Now, I I want to talk about the East because I think the East is stacked from top to bottom. Uh, because you've got Toronto with the with the two other best players in the world in in Austin Matthews and my boy Mitchell Marner. Let me fucking tell you about you a boy named Get on your soapbox there, bud. <laughs> Mitchell fucking Marner. Number 16 for the Blue Jays. He's number 16 on the ice, but number one in my heart. The Blue Jays? I meant the fucking Maple Leafs. <laughs> I, was so like, what? I was like, am I missing something? I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's an expansion team. Don't worry I about said, it. I said Toronto. I said Toronto and started thinking about baseball. He's so um, talented he made his own team. He's so talented he made his own team. So but here, here's, here's a legit question. Is Toronto going to get to the second round this year? The hell the fuck no. You kidding me? <laughs> now, here's the better question. Are they going to lose before game seven? Probably not. It's funnier when they lose in game seven. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, can we get... You think we could get Steve Dangle on the podcast? That would be great. Max. I love that man. I love Steve Daniel, Dangle. I'm going to send you... Please, dude. I'll need to learn about... I need to learn because... all about You need to watch his YouTube channel. So he's on yes. season... He's on season... I believe this is... 15 i think so let me check so every year he reacts to every single maple leafs game and he's been doing it for like 15 or 16 years and every single game is informative and it's amazing his commentary is fantastic especially when they lose <laughs> especially in game can seven I skip, playoffs every can year. i skip with the cowboys oh better oh absolutely it's oh so much better. gosh he he is the two ten times better than skip for the Maple Leafs. It's great. Better. So much better. Um, I'm trying to find it, and I'm not sure if I'm going to find it before. Oh, the playlist. Um, this is this is LFR 16. Mm. This year will be LFR 16. Well, do you want to know who your goalie tandem is for the Maple Leafs? 
I'm looking is at it, it right now. I'm looking at their death chart. Go ahead, because I, I have a feeling I know who the one is. I'm pretty sure it's actually going to be split if I'm looking at this properly. Who is I it? think it's going to be split between Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. God. Never Which mind. is not good. Never Which mind. is not good. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Sorry, Toronto. You suck. <laughs> that Ilya Samsonov is garbage, and Matt Murray is not the Matt Murray that I'm, won. I'm glad I never talked to Toronto cups. in my contract negotiations. No, oh. you would, it would have been a world. They haven't won a cup since 1964. Yeah. Thanks, Max. Yeah. You're welcome. So we will talk more hockey as the season goes along. We will talk more baseball as the playoffs, you know, get deeper in. Of course, we're going to keep talking football. We got NBA very very close to starting so we will get into that soon oh yeah baby but, <laughs> but we will see you guys later this week for picks from all of us here at the dcp podcast max born daniel christian i'm anthony mcavoy saying so long and we will see you guys next time mm-hmm.